This episode is brought to you by my template shop on Etsy. That's right. I heard your feedback a couple months back and opened up a template store for all you Etsy lovers, and I have been blown away by the feedback so far. While all of my templates and bundles listed are already included inside my Playmaker Society monthly membership, now you have the option of purchasing these resources a la carte as you need them, which is perfect if you're not quite ready to jump in and join our Playmaker community quite yet. These templates and trainings start at just $7, are professionally developed and proven to work, and can save you hundreds of hours and dollars because, like you've probably heard a million times, there is no need to reinvent the wheel, especially when I have already created highly effective operations documents and templates and optimized them over the years to be exactly what you need in your business, exactly when you need them. Head to the show notes to browse my a la carte templates on Etsy starting at just $7 right now. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, Playmakers, happy Friday. So before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to quickly remind you that, as I mentioned, this is going to be your last regularly scheduled new episode for the next two weeks since I'm going to be on vacation. And just because I love to take a little bit of time at the end of each summer to relax and reset so I can come back refreshed and ready to put out valuable, actionable content for you again. Taking breaks is so important for any business owner to really prevent burnout, which is probably why one of my most downloaded resources is my curated pre-vacation prep playlist that has a ton of resources around how to take an unplugged vacation as an indoor playground owner. And that is linked in the show notes if you haven't grabbed it yet. So what kind of example would I be setting if I didn't take a little break once a year myself? And sure, I could have pre-recorded episodes, which is what I usually do, but instead I'm actually really excited because I decided to re-release some of my all-time favorite early episodes and push them back to the top of your feed. Whether you're an early listener who's been here a while but needs a refresher since it's been a few years since many of these episodes were originally released, or if you're a new listener who is still catching up on the backlog of episodes available. Either way, I've handpicked episodes for you that I think can really help you make some of the most impactful efforts in your business right now, and it's really to help you prioritize if you are binging all the way back from the beginning. Now, to be honest and totally upfront here, there were so many episodes I wanted to include in this replay series. It took me forever to narrow it down to six, and there are some that I just couldn't include, especially some of the longer series like my series on how to better accommodate autistic guests or my series on why your space needs a manager and the importance of delegation on your long-term success and mental health. So there were so many series that I would love for you to listen to, but I just couldn't include because there were just too many episodes to choose from. 
Now for this upcoming replay series, again, it's going to take place over the next two weeks. I did pluck out a couple episodes from series. For example, I have a episode coming up in the next week about Facebook ads. So if that particular episode is something you want to dive deeper into, I will link the other episodes from that series that I plucked that episode from. So again, there are a couple episodes that I pulled from series. So this is the perfect time to binge and catch up and go back to those series if it's something you haven't listened to in a while, or again, if you need a refresher or just haven't gotten back that far yet. So if you're not caught up, I still do recommend going back to the beginning and not skipping any episodes because there's so many good things there. But again, for now, I'm just going to push some of my absolute favorites to the top of your feed while I'm away. But I will be publishing some really awesome new videos on YouTube during these next two weeks, even while on vacation. So be sure to subscribe over there. The link is in the show notes. If you just cannot wait for two weeks to get your hands on some brand new content. And who knows, maybe I have a few bonuses and fun surprises planned over the next couple of weeks for this podcast as well. So keep your eyes on this feed because I might just use this chance to mix up our regular content a little bit in addition to republishing some old episodes. All right, without further ado, let's get into your quick Friday tip of the day. So as I'm recording this episode, it is one of my OG Play Cafe Academy and Playmaker Society members' birthday. Her name is Michelle, and she's the owner of The Treehouse in Albion, New York. So shout out to you, Michelle. Happy birthday if you're listening. The topic of creating an Amazon wishlist for your business has been on my list for like forever, my little podcast episode idea list that I carry with me everywhere in my notes app on my phone. So I've had this on my list for a while, but Michelle's birthday really pushed it to the top of my priority list because she shared hers for her birthday, which I thought was a really cool idea. And of course, I purchased something from it. So sorry, Michelle, spoiler alert, but again, happy birthday. But it really warmed my heart seeing her share it because it seemed like so many people, customers and friends and family alike, were really coming out and showing their support and helping Michelle to refresh her space with some new items and prepare for the upcoming preschool school season because Michelle is one of the members in Playmaker Society who has added a preschool as a revenue stream in her business. Now, I totally get it. Full disclosure, you may have read the title of this episode and thought, ugh, you know, I hate asking for help. Or, you know, isn't this going to turn off my customers who are already spending money in my business? You know, why would I ask them for additional things? And maybe these doubts and fears have been holding you back from putting a wish list out there for your business. When we, you know, think about how we want our customers to perceive our indoor playground space, we typically like them to visualize, you know, our play area filled with laughter and color and kiddos having the time of their lives. However, behind the scenes, behind all of those filtered Instagram pictures that we love to publish lies the continuous burden that we as owners must bear of maintenance, toy replacement, supply replenishment. I'm sure you get the picture. And if this is an all too familiar struggle for you, an Amazon wish list can be an amazing tool. I know this topic comes up so often in Playmaker Society, and this is something I definitely dealt with as well. 
it really shocks people when they actually open their facilities, just how quickly things can break and get worn and, you know, need replacing. It was one of the things that surprised me the most as an indoor playground owner. It's something that I didn't budget quite enough for, and I really wish I had. So while Amazon wish lists have been more commonly associated with brides-to-be or expectant mothers in years past, they are definitely becoming much more common for influencers and teachers and business owners, and it can be a game changer for you. So on this Friday, I wanted to share a couple reasons why you should create an Amazon wishlist for your business in a very classy, subtle way. And I also wanted to share some tips for doing so that I have seen really work both for myself and for others. So let's get into it. Number one, you can engage your community. So most customers, especially your members and regulars, they'll develop a sense of belonging to your facility. They're going to cherish the memories they create. And I promise you, so many would love to contribute. An Amazon wishlist can allow your community to actively participate in maintaining and enhancing your space above and beyond the dollars that they are already spending. And this might seem too good to be true, but again, this is so much more common than you think. And I used to have members purchase wishlist items for me all the time. And no one is saying that you need to, you know, shove it in their faces or advertise it or post about it all the time. But if you're in your indoor playground and you overhear someone say, oh, you know, this book is looking a little worn, or if someone approaches you and says, you know, oh, looks like the paint on this play food is coming off or something like that, because people love to point that stuff out. You can, you know, simply say, oh, you know, yep, that's due to our constant sanitization and our cleaning processes. And while we do try to replace them as often as possible, as a small business, we just can't afford to get all new toys every single month. But we do have all of these items available on our Amazon wish list for anyone wanting to help us replace and refresh these items a little bit quicker. This was one of my go-to responses if someone brought up that a toy was looking a little well-loved since it allowed me to educate our customers on just how much we clean and just how much we actually need to replace toys. And honestly, most customers were shocked when I explained just how often we have to replace toys to keep them looking fresh. And this response shows that we do know that wear and tear happens and that we are proactively and continuously working to fix it, all while giving our customers and community a chance to help us and themselves out in a really practical, simple way. This enhanced our customer service, in my opinion, and it really did allow us to replace toys and get new exciting items much more quickly without breaking the bank. So again, you don't have to constantly push your wish, wish list on your customers, but this is an amazing response if somebody has a complaint or anything like that, because it gives them an action item. You know, this is how you can help. This is how often we have to replace toys. You know, we can't do it quite as often as we would like to, but if you want to help, here you go. And this tip isn't something that I've done personally, but I've actually seen facilities put a QR code by their quote unquote yuck bucket or, you know, the mouthed toys bin, because a lot of people would use that toy bin for broken toys or toys that, you know, were looking a little too quote unquote well-loved. 
So some facilities will put a QR code by that yuck bucket and say, hey, you know, if a toy is broken or if it looks like it needs replacing, here's a QR code to our Amazon wish list. We replace items as much as we possibly can, but we would really love and appreciate your help in doing so. So again, a QR code kind of in different places around your facility is another way to let customers know that you have a wish list available if they want to help without advertising it or making it seem a little bit pushy. All right, tip number two. An Amazon wish list allows you to be transparent with your needs and wants for your business. And it's a direct way of showcasing your business's needs at any given time. All right, reason number two. A wish list allows you to be transparent. So it's a direct way of showcasing your business's needs at any given time. So instead of vague requests for donations or support, you're specifying exactly what your facility needs at that specific time. This transparency builds trust as supporters know their contributions are going straight to what they care about because they can choose which item they want to purchase from the list. So for example, if their child loves messy play or you know goes to art classes at your facility, they can choose to buy some smocks from the list. Or if their child has a favorite toy that maybe got broken or misplaced, they can find it and replace it. Or if they're like me and they have a child with sensory needs, they can choose some sensory items that will make their next visit easier. When it comes down to it, this wish list strategy allows your community to show support in a way that feels comfortable and good for them. All right, reason number three, you should have an Amazon wish list. It's easy and efficient for your supporters. So with a few clicks, your community can buy and send the products directly to you. They don't have to worry about transportation, dropping it off, or wondering if it's the right item. They can have the item picked out, set to be delivered right to your space from their app in seconds. And this ease can really encourage more people to contribute because almost everyone uses the Amazon app. All right, reason number four, you can constantly update your list. So as I mentioned, toys wear out and supplies run low. An Amazon wish list can be updated in real time, ensuring that whatever is listed is what's currently needed. So there's no more receiving redundant items or things you've already stocked up on. And you can change it to reflect your priorities like Michelle did with her upcoming school year. Her entire list was items that her preschool will actually use and need. So it was a great opportunity for her preschool parents even to make a contribution to their own child's upcoming school year. So I love that she created and shared this. All right, reason number five, there can be affordable options for everyone because not everyone can make large contributions or participate in every sale or promotion you have. And that's okay. With a wish list, you can include items across various price ranges from small toys that are just a few dollars to bigger installations, ensuring that everyone can contribute according to their capacity. All right, reason number six, it allows supporters to contribute who normally may not be able to. So if you have family, friends, or people in your extended network who want to support your business, whether it's because it's new or because it's your birthday or just because they want to cheer you on on a random Tuesday, Having an Amazon wishlist can be a very simple and approachable way for these people to support you. I'm talking about your friends and family who maybe don't have kids that fit your age range or live out of town. 
You can simply share your list once in a while on your personal profiles and share how excited you are about maybe a new event that you're hoping to host, like a Halloween party, or maybe a new skill and service that you'd like to learn and offer, like balloon garlands. Or you can just say, hey, you know, the new school year is approaching. Here are some items that I think would make it really special for the kiddos attending. I've bought several items from all of my kids' teachers' wish lists anytime I come across one of them. And anytime I come across one from an indoor playground, I always make a purchase. It takes me seconds. And even if it's just something small, I know they'll appreciate it. And I know that there are people cheering you on who would love to show that same support for you. All right, reason number seven, and we're almost done here, I promise. You can give public acknowledgement and appreciation when someone purchases from your list. So you can give shout outs on social media and even within your indoor playground premises. So maybe you can have a wall showing people that have contributed or something like that. This acknowledgement not only fosters goodwill and shows how grateful you are, but it also raises awareness of your outstanding needs and encourages others to pitch in. So anytime somebody purchases or sends you an item from your wish list, call it out, say thank you in as many different ways as possible. Do a live video, do an unboxing, post a TikTok, post a reel. Again, you're showing your gratitude, but you're also raising awareness that, hey, I have a list and here it is. If you also want to purchase an item and get the same you know, royal treatment with the shout outs. All right, reason number eight, there may be tax benefits. So depending on your region and the nature of your business, you know, whether you're a for-profit or not-for-profit, there might be tax benefits for both you as the receiver and for those gifting items. So always consult with your tax professional about the potential benefits and keep records of these items that are purchased and encourage your customers to do so as well. All right, last reason, reason number nine, it fosters a spirit of collective ownership, which I absolutely love. When people contribute, even if it's just a very small toy, they feel a sense of ownership and pride. They're more likely to be repeat customers, advocates for your playground, and will often take better care of your facility. So my tips, again, I've sprinkled a couple throughout this episode, but just put it on your website and make it available at any time and just share it once in a while. Again, if you have a new revenue stream coming up or if there's a new service that you would like to offer, share the items that you'll need to do so. Or if you have an event coming up or something like that, just share it every once in a while because there's really no downside to it. People can choose whether or not they want to purchase, right? You're not forcing them and saying, hey, you know, you have to purchase an item from this list or, you know, we're not going to love you anymore or something like that. People have a choice, which is the great thing. So I loved kind of reaching for the stars with this. So I would put, again, items across various price ranges. So I would have sensory toys that were literally like one to $5. And then I would have some bigger items that were like three, four, $500. Like For example, we had a little pirate ship that was an ECR for kids pirate ship. And I think it was like $350 and I really wanted it. And I added it to my wish list almost as like a reminder to myself, like, hey, this item, you know, is a couple hundred dollars. I'm just going to leave it on this wish list. And I'm going to remind myself like, hey, I want to tuck, you know, some money away each month so that soon I can make this purchase to enhance our space. And someone surprised me. We had an amazing birthday party and 
we really went above and beyond for them. And they were just so grateful that, you know, there were some issues that happened that we ended up having to, you know, really bend over backwards to accommodate, but they were so appreciative and they didn't feel like a tip was enough. So they went onto our wish list and purchased that pirate ship. And it was a total surprise. I was shocked, but I was just so grateful. And again, we gave them so many shout outs. We put, you know, a little photo with their family next to it. And it said, Hey, you know, this was contributed by such and such family. So again, you might be surprised at how much people are willing to contribute, especially if you go above and beyond and give them an amazing experience, whether that's after a summer camp or after a birthday party. Again, you just never know. So don't be afraid when it comes to what you're actually putting on your list because you can purchase items from it too. So it can be your kind of reminder like, hey, these are the items that we need to purchase. But again, you never know who is cheering you on from behind their phone screen or behind their computer screen or from miles and miles and maybe even states away that want to say thank you for bettering your community with your indoor playground. So in conclusion, an Amazon wishlist is not just a digital shopping list, as I mentioned. It's a bridge between the indoor playground owner, you, and your community. It could foster trust, encourage participation, and ensures that the play area remains an ever-evolving dynamic space loved by all. So if you are an owner that maybe struggles with replacing items as quickly as you would like, which I'm sure you are, again, if you're listening to this podcast, it's something that is just so constant in our industry, it is time to set up your wish list and engage your community like never before. So that is your play of the day for today or for this weekend. It takes seconds to set up your Amazon wish list. I'm sure you already have a bunch of items in your saved for later section. So who knows? Put it out there, whether it's for your birthday or for an upcoming event or for a new revenue stream you're hoping to launch because you just never know. And I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. All right. Have an amazing weekend, Playmakers. Again, keep your eyes on this feed for those repeat episodes, those replays that I'm going to be publishing, and for a couple bonus episodes I have coming up. I'm super excited, but I will see you live back here in a couple weeks. But I am, like I said, going to be publishing new content on my YouTube channel to kind of hold you over. So head to the show notes after this episode. Go subscribe there and turn on post notifications if you haven't. All right. Have a great weekend. 